All right, uh, Joe, thank you again for taking the time to come on the Lawn Care Radio Network. Uh, we're going to talk here about uh, emerald ash borer, um, one, of the, one, of the worst, uh, one of the worst pests that we've seen in the modern era, you might say. Um, what, have, what have you seen in terms of how this pest has impacted uh, sort of the urban forest? It it had a devastating impact on the urban forest. It's the worst urban forest pest ever right now, and it hasn't even infested uh, the majority of the range where ash trees grow in the U.S. So in cities like Fort Wayne, Indiana right now, there are thousands of standing dead ash trees lining city streets. It is a huge public safety issue. They're dropping sheets of bark and limbs onto cars, and uh, of course people are worried about that ultimately somebody's going to get hurt uh, by a falling limb or a sheet of bark. Now, uh, I guess the most the most common or the most uh, the closest thing we'd have to compare this to would be the Dutch elm disease that that ravaged American cities decades ago. How does this compare to to Dutch elm? It is worse because it's much faster, and uh, people can't keep up with the rate at which trees die once you get into this exponential death phase. This builds up slowly over several years. Uh, usually, you don't see it for the first few years. Then you have about four years or so where where you, you see that it's getting worse, and then the next four years, the trees just suddenly die at a very very rapid rate. So, normally within eight years after you notice an infestation, all of the untreated ash trees in the area will be dead. Wow. Now, is this is this a is this a problem? Uh, obviously, these insects are very quick and very very voracious in their appetite. Um, is it is it also a question of, of homeowners or property managers not really paying attention to the trees? Yeah, that's the biggest problem. Is, as uh, an arborist told me once, people don't look at their trees as they pull in the, in their garage each day after work, and they often do not notice there's a problem with the tree until it is uh, very infested and showing evidence of injury. So, you know, getting out and really promoting this and trying to build awareness of this problem is really important for the industry. Uh, a lot of people don't even know they have an ash tree, so there's a, there's a huge education gap. That sounds like a um I mean, obviously this is a big problem, but it also sounds like a big opportunity for lawn care operators out there to... to it's a huge opportunity. It's a great add-on service, um, and it's, it's a way that you can establish a relationship with a new customer. Um, you know, the arborists are, are doing that as well. I mean, you know, you, you, you visit somebody who's got a problem with their ash tree, and hey, you notice their oak tree's got a, a dead branch, or you notice that their lawn could use a little help, or their shrubs. So it is a great business building opportunity. Now, tell me about uh, tell me about where around the country you see are sort of like the the, the top markets to, to watch for emerald ash borer. We're in Cleveland, obviously it's a big problem here in Cleveland, but where where else are you seeing these insects really have the biggest impact? Well, well right now the Chicago metro area is is sort of the place where there's the biggest potential because people have become very aware of it. We're now just entering that exponential um, death phase, and people are, you know, homeowners are getting very aware of this problem. They've heard a lot about it. Uh, they've sort of been ignoring it up to now, but now people are starting to see their neighbors get their trees cut down. They're hearing that if the tree happens to be, you know, hanging over their house and it has to be taken down with a crane, it's costing, you know, $1,500 or $2,000, and, and suddenly they realize, well, I don't want to do that. You know, I'd like to try to save this tree if for no other reason than to avoid uh, those huge uh, removal costs. Uh, you know, once an ash tree is dead, most companies will not climb it. They decompose too rapidly. They're too dangerous, and that means they have to bring a crane in, and it's very expensive. Sure, sure. Um, 
Now, tell me, uh, Valen has uh, has something that they're doing called the, the Legacy Project. Tell me, tell me a little bit about that. Well, the Legacy Tree Project was something we started in 2010 uh, to try to build awareness of this problem amongst uh, uh, residents. And uh, our approach was to to go to the cities, the municipalities, talk to their city foresters, and offer to treat uh, oh, 150, 200 of the ash trees on municipal property at no charge uh, for five years. Uh, and we're doing this in 13 different cities. And in return, they would simply uh, be sending out press releases or communicating with their residents in, in other ways. So the communication will be coming from the city to the residents uh, and help build business for everybody. Okay. Okay. Um, and when a lawn care operator is out in the field looking at looking at ash trees and sees emerald ash borer infestations, are, are, do these trees just need to be written off, or can they be saved, or, or what, are, what are our treatment options here? It depends on how much of an infestation is there. The rule of thumb is if the tree has lost more than about 40% of its canopy, uh, it's probably too late. You might as well cut it down. Uh, if it is lightly infested, it's still treatable. Um, the success rate is going to vary uh, from tree to tree when it is already infested, but there's still a very good chance of saving the trees. Now, if the trees are not showing any symptoms, then there's just an excellent chance of saving the tree. We, we know now from university trials that uh, a number of products, and we sell one called Safari, uh, are very effective against emerald ash borer when they're used at the right rate and the right time. Okay. Okay. So, so there is hope, I guess, for folks out in the field. There's, there's a lot of hope. The real problem is you've got to get out ahead of it. You've got to educate these customers that this problem is here, uh, and it's going to vary from city to city. Um, you know, there's there's some of the cities in the eastern now just experiencing, like Rochester um, and uh, Buffalo, and then uh, more recently Baltimore, Philadelphia. All these are cities with lots and lots of ash trees uh, and lots and lots of people, obviously. Uh, but the important we've just got to get out and educate these people that they do want to save their trees so they, they need to get out ahead of this thing uh, before the damage has become really obvious. Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, uh, Joe, any other points on Emerald Ash Borer for our listeners? Uh, no, I mean, this, the, the thing you stress over and over again is if you have an ash tree or if you wonder whether you have an ash tree, you know, call somebody who knows about trees, find out what it is, uh, and then if once the thing has been identified within 10 or 15 miles of your home, that's the rule of thumb as to when to start treatment. Um, so if you're, you know, if you're way beyond that, if you're in a city and if you haven't heard about it, uh, it's, it's too early. But once it's in your local area, 10 or 15 miles away, if you want to save your ash tree, you should initiate a treatment program. Great. Well, Joe, again, thank you very much for taking the time to, to talk with me and, and offer all that insight for our listeners. I appreciate it.